hello everybody. This is uh, Peas in the Podcast. I am your host with a very uh, interesting person in the background because he is apparently shopping right now. I am your host, uh, Gio. Welcome to another episode of Peas in the Podcast. I believe this is episode three. And I am here with a very fellow guest of mine, a very good friend, my friend Andy. Hello, sir. Good afternoon. It sounds really interesting at Target right now. Yeah, it's a party up in here. Oh, oh God. Anyway, how you been, man? Not bad. Just look at the DVDs right now, see what's new. Nothing good on Netflix anymore. Anything interesting? Not really, just, uh, I guess, all Star Wars stuff, Marvel. I've seen everything over 10 times already. I see, I see. Uh, well, then, uh, let's begin with your story, my friend, because uh, I really would like to know, like, you know, way before, like, you know, when we met. Oh, shit, now you're getting personal. <laughs> I mean... Number one question. What? I mean, like, when did I meet you? Do you, do you even remember? Uh, that, that has to be the summer of 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Has it been five years I think so, yeah. Holy crap. Oh, it was a summer, you said. Yeah, we was we all drink. We all drunk that summer. Huh? Yeah, that was an interesting summer. Really oh, was an interesting. <laughs> that was an interesting summer. It really oh, was. Shit. Oh man, I don't. I honestly don't. Yeah. Was it was it when uh you met that girl at that party? Which one? I forgot what's her name. The one that caused problems for everybody. Oh. Uh, she who shall not be named. Yes, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She shall not be named. She shall not be named because Andy will then get wet. I'm sorry. And no, like no, definitely not. I I never met you before. Yeah, damn, five years. Yeah, because I think after I met you, we started going to Sunnyside. Yeah. Right. That's when you started presenting us to all these bars and everything. Yes, I'm the one that got you guys all drunk. Thank you, Andy. You're welcome. Because of you, I gained weight. <laughs> no, nah, that's your fault. You have no self-control then. That's all you. That's all you. Liar. Sure. Okay. <laughs> hey, and then after that, I, like we started talking more. Man. Like I do remember though that you do always uh, winter barbecue. By the way, explain to us, explain to everyone that's going to be hearing this, what is a winter barbecue? It's a tradition of my family where no matter how cold it got, we still turned on the fucking grill. We we cooked everything: steak, chicken, ribs, oxtail, sausages. You you name it, we grilled it. Whether it's snow, negative degrees, we don't care. We 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 grilled. You hear all of that? All of that that he did, and he never invited us. Well, I'm sorry. 
it was harder when I lived at the apartment. It was actually like you used to live in uh, Sunnyside for the, the like what it was like twenty six years of your life. No, uh, twenty four. Cause when I was little, I lived in East Elmhurst. Then we moved when I was two. All right. So your brothers are the only ones that have lived in Sunnyside for most of their lives. Yes, that is correct. All right. Oh, that's very interesting. I guess. I want to know more about like you know what was like you know younger Andy because like you know you became an adult like right after high school. Yeah, I matured pretty quick. Like, what did you? Obviously, I think like back in the days, our like our train of thought was school, college, profession. Stuff. You did it a different way. You went high school to profession. Yeah, I didn't go to college. What is your profession, by the way? I am a union plumber. With all the benefits in the 401k and everything, right? Yes, of course. I have a pension, everything. I'm already vested in 10 years. What made you decide that after high school? Well, in high school, I took plumbing as my major because I went to a trade school, a quiz vocational. I graduated top of my class, and they recommended me to consider a career in the trade. So I ended up uh, signing up for the plumbers union and I got in a few months later. You did have to make that long line, right? No, I actually didn't because I came in recommended out of high school. I didn't have to wait online. I just took the easy way in. Uh, they take two two uh, applicants from high school every year. Um, yeah, and I just, I made the cut. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It was. Like, I know for a fact, like, many people don't see that as, like, a profession. For you, was it really much more of, like, I'll just take it and see how it goes? Or I want I want to do it as an interest, and I want to do it for the rest of my life? No, I actually wanted to do it for the rest of my life. I actually liked my trade. I enjoyed it. Do you, do you think, like, do you ever, like, look back beforehand, like... In like maybe like discovering something else or uh in high school i was interested in child psychology because i wanted to help out kids but i ended up liking this a lot because even when i was a kid i always worked with my hands what was like one of like a big obstacle while doing all of this like did you have like something that you know was like making you like you know not continue or like did you have any like you know psychological you know problems or you know something uh not really i always wanted to pursue it it was just hard because in my line of work there's always competition with everybody they're all looking to uh get at each other everyone being jealous of each other's work and what, what i know and i always had people older than me talking down at me did that affect you in any way not so much. It made, it made me want to embarrass them. Have you ever embarrassed one which we shall not name? Oh, uh, I, I embarrassed uh, quite a few. Like, did you get, like, did you have any heat, you know, before, you know, after that? Uh, a couple guys were out to get me, but I, I, I paid it no mind. When was it that you knew that you had made it and, like, you know, you're like, all right, this is, like, where I'm at? When I was able to do work on my own without help. 
Yeah, because you guys have a, a different, like, you know, progression, right? I guess that rather than anyone else in that career, because you guys are, like, basically, like, you guys have only three months of training or something like that, and then you guys are thrown into work or something? No. Uh, in the union, you're actually an apprentice for five years. You go to school for the five years, and you go to class once every two weeks, but you work at the same time. So you're getting on-the-job training as well as school training. So basically, it was mostly like the whole day work, school, work, school, right? Yep. And I worked a lot of hours because I, I worked in hospitals for most of my career. So I ended up working like 20-hour days sometimes. Did you have like any time to like rest? You know, like I guess like, you know, when you had everyone, you know, at you, at your throat. Like, did you have any time to like rest and be like, okay, this is going to be my day off? Uh, yeah, the train ride home. Now I know I know for a fact you're like a family person. Obviously, you know you you're a very you know, a very energetic man. You're a hardworking man, but you also have time for your family. How do you do it? And what made you also believe like you are that you know kind of person? Uh it's just raised that way. Always be with the family. And you guys would celebrate everything, right? Even if it's like something little, you know, it'll always be like a family moment time. Oh hell yeah! We yeah, we even celebrated just a Super Bowl, just just cause. Well, obviously, Super Bowl is also like a, you know a tradition here in the United States. I mean, you take that, I guess, somewhere else. You know, just look at you, be like, why are they celebrating? Yeah, we we're celebrating. Oh, the sun's out. Okay, let's go. What else, like you know, can you tell us about like old Andy? Uh... I guess uh, before I actually became like an actual guy who, or with kids, a family man, I I used to just mess around a lot. Did that take you anywhere? Uh, not really. I guess to other girls' houses and hotel rooms, but that that's a whole another conversation. Yeah, that is another whole type of conversation, which I will have you for another podcast in the future because of that, because I'm going to get actually a group. It's going to be like separated into different groups. Okay. And we're just going to talk about like, you know, crazy things, you know, that we have done in our lives and everything. All right. That would be an R-rated segment, correct? An R-rated segment. You can say whatever you want in this podcast. You know, there's no limit. There is only one limit to one person because he has his uh, kids at home. Okay, so it's a little convenient that I'm I'm not at home. Okay, but well, I'm still in public. Does that even think the fact that you know you, you know you have to be PG thirteen? Uh, somewhat, I guess, because there are kids here. They're not my kids, so yeah. I know for a fact you, you said beforehand that you know you did take us to to drink. You made us, you know, the alcoholics that we are. Like, how did you become in, in, like interested in the alcohol? Uh, I just, I guess, I I liked it at one point. At one point, I was just binging, and got to the point I, I guess, I my tolerance was a little high. So I got, I went from trying different beers to trying different liquors, different cocktails, just because. I wouldn't get a buzz out of it. Which one do you think is the one that really hit you? 
Oh, the alcohol that fucked me up that I hate with a passion is vodka. That's the one that you would be considering like your death, right? Oh, hell yeah. It, sm- it smells like death to me. I can't stand the taste of it anymore. To, to all the people that are going to be hearing this later on, uh, what type of beer do you recommend, you know, for like an outgoing day, a summer day, a winter day? All right. For it, a nice summer day, uh, me personally, I would prefer uh, an ice cold beer, no matter what. And recommended, I would either choose Coors Light, Corona, or a nice Budweiser. Just something smooth. For a nice winter day, you can never go wrong with a glass of scotch. Preferably Johnny Walker, Lagavulin, or something along those lines. Even Bullet and Glenn Levitt of a nice fine scotch to warm you up. Now that you mentioned Lagavulin, remember that time that we went to Maggie's and we had that, uh, I think we had like a shot of Lagavulin? Yeah, man. And immediately right after, like, we were just like, I think we we felt the heat and we just took off our hoodies. Oh, yeah, because that thing, 16 years age, is a proper scotch for any occasion. And it's also a $20 shot. It's a $20 shot. It's a, It's a proper one. Which I wasted that night. That, that's easy, a $20 glass. You're, you're always the guy that always goes out, you know, enjoys, you know, having a nice drink at the bar. Do you remember, like, what was, like, your highest, you know, amount that you had to pay? Highest amount I paid at a bar? Uh... I will have to say around by myself or with, with a friend? By yourself and with a friend. All right, by myself, I probably spent maybe, maybe 350, 400 by myself drinking. And with a friend? Uh, with a friend, probably closer to uh, the largest bill I ever had was 800. Uh, but that was also with dinners or a day after work. It was just like a couple hours drinking. I wouldn't. I I cry when I waste like two hundred dollars on myself. Yeah, that's another reason why I hate drinking in the city. Doing another another segment because apparently Target sucks. You know, with the crowdedness and everything. You know, the hassle. And not to mention the fact it's a concrete building. Especially now with uh, this whole virus thing going around. Yeah. I was talking to Wendy and, you know, and she was just like, you know, like, oh, man, like we would have had other plans as well. Like, you know, if this never happened, like, did you have anything else in mind? Like, besides, you know, which I will ask you, you know, after this, but like, I know your baby boy is coming up, but did you have like another plan, you know, like before the virus hit? Oh, yeah. We were going to have a baby shower. Wow. And that shit got fucked up twice. What was the what was the problem there? Uh, I canceled the baby shower first because the original date was March fifteenth. Yeah. I canceled it the week before because my aunt passed away. Oh. Uh... And so, out of respect for my family, everything, so I moved the baby shower two weeks later. Yes. So that ended up happening, but then 
the day of my aunt's funeral, they canceled everything. Oh. I'm like, you, you're fucking kidding me, right? Like, so, I mean, are you getting your money back for renting yes. space? Yes, yes, yes. They are going to return us our money, but not at the moment. Oh, okay. Because, because everyone canceled their venues. They had to. The, yeah. the place shut down. So okay. they have to return at least over a hundred different people's monies back. Jesus. And I paid like two and a half thousand dollars. What? Just Man. for the venue. Where was this gonna be held at? Uh at a at a party hall over here in Richmond Hill. All right. Oh man. Nice it was gonna be a nice place, open bar, food, everything. Yeah. Are you guys planning to resume doing the well, like the bit, like the what's what's supposed to be the baby shower? Are you guys gonna resume it afterwards, or? Yes, we're I'm, gonna do something, but a uh, little smaller, not at the not at the party hall anymore, because we didn't like how they treated us towards the end. So we're gonna do something like either a barbecue or something at the park. All right, that that sounds lovely. <laughs> yes, well, again, that all depends how everything goes from now on. Exactly. Yeah, because. Uh, they they are I don't know out of how it is here in New York because I really don't much pay attention to the news because you know we have a, we have a dumb commander in chief you know but I heard Jersey's opening parks yeah so I mean like in your words do you see like there could be another second wave I don't I don't see it likely to happen but it is a possibility so um again I'm just going at it day by day right right. Well, I guess, you know, I really don't, you know, I, I don't know, like, you know, talking about the virus is a good thing or not, you know, especially like, you know, with all the circumstances that are happening right now around the world, you know, it's kind of yeah. sad. So uh, it is, it is. So let's brighten it up. Um, I had to ask you the question before, you know, Target you know, cut us off. So I want to know, like, you know, how you met your, uh, your future, which is going to be your future wife. Yes, she's my future wifey. <laughs> how did you meet um, your future wifey? I met Jasmine um, close to two years ago on a dating app, surprisingly. A dating app? Yes, I met her on OkCupid. Okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that app is like familiar now. Like you you hear like the commercials on YouTube yeah. and on TV. It's actually a good app. I was a I was about to quit. I was about to like delete the app and everything. I'm thinking, I moved to a new neighborhood. Let me see if I find somebody. So sure as hell, first girl that pops up was her, and I invited her out for a cup of coffee. We started talking, uh, made her laugh a couple times, and. One day I had there was a house party at my house. I'm like, and she had her uh, plans with her friends um, canceled. So I'm like, if you want, come over. I'm having a party here, a small party, and she came over. And from then on, we just clicked. When did you know that she was gonna be the one? Ooh, uh, I knew probably just, I guess, on our first date. Mm. On our first day, uh, we went to the to the beach around like a uh, couple about an hour before sunset. We just there. We went there, drove out there, picked up in my car, sat on the beach, just started talking, talking. Before you know, it, the sun was setting. I'm like, holy shit, we were here for a while. And 
just, I guess, just our conversation. It was just, it felt good, felt comfortable. Right. And, um, what, like, was that the same day that, you know, you proposed to her to be your girlfriend? No, that, that came after. That came after? That came after. Oh, okay. So, I, I would say, like, you know, you're happy at this day, right? Especially now that she's going to give you your first baby boy. Yeah, she's giving me a baby boy. Yeah, he's about to be born any second now, apparently. I mean, that's the, I mean, that's, you know, the light, you know, at the end of the tunnel, you know, it's something, you know, to hear nowadays, you know, this is a blessing in disguise because, yeah. you know, especially with all that's going around in the world, you know, we need a little bit of sunshine at the end. Yeah. Like, I, like, do you recommend OkCupid, you know, being like a dating app, you know, for everyone? Honestly, I recommend that one for someone like who actually wants to meet an actual person and not an actual uh, like fake profile or a scammer that that it was actually smoothly right because I was talking to Wendy on the first episode and uh, she also met her boyfriend through a dating app and a word yeah ah I mean I always hated the dating app well then again I don't have enough you know you know luck with girls but you know it's great for that you know for you two you know you two pulled off you know, you guys yeah, found I, your soulmates. Yeah, I liked it. I'll see better than Tinder. I mean, Tinder's basically, you know, for jerk offs. Uh, Tinder's more like you just want to fuck or something. In a way, yeah, I guess. I yeah. guess it's for jerk offs. I for it wasn't for me. That's good. Uh, yeah, because obviously you want something, you know, solid. Yeah, of course I wanted something solid. I mean, that's that's a great part. I mean, in the end, who doesn't? Right? Especially at our age. Yeah. So, like, now that you're happy and everything, like, you know, uh, I want to talk to you actually about, like, you know, like you, you were saying, like, you know, you grew up, you know, you had to do all these things and you became a man. But I think one of the big steps that you took in the recent years was that you, out of everyone that I know, bought a house. Yeah, that was a work in itself. What what led you to buying a house in the first place, especially now nowadays? You know, with, well, not now, but like before, yeah. with the mortgages and everything. I bought a house about three years ago. What was the process? Um, it fucking sucked. Just paperwork. They fucked up my contract several times. Back and forth, just writing, like missing days of work. It, it's stressful, honestly. I mean, I had I had my parents for help. They helped me through the whole process. Uh, we built up our money because we're tired of paying so much for an apartment that wasn't even ours. That wasn't a tax write-off. And it, we felt better for it to get something under our name, something that we could use that's actually ours. Because when you're renting, it's not yours. Uh, a house, a property, that's actually yours. Right. So that was the whole reason why we wanted to get a house. What made you like, you know, think about it, you know, like saying, oh, right now is the time. Oh, because they, they were charging us out the ass for rent. Uh, it was just it was it was just bad. What was the amount that, you know, they were charging you for just it, to rent? In Sunnyside, Queens, they were at the time they were charging us eighteen hundred. Now. 
a month. That was in 2016. Now, mind you, in the 90s, that same apartment was worth about 900. Yeah. And now, from what I hear right now, that apartment could easily go for 2,500 a month. 3,000 if they remodel it. Exactly. Now, well, think about that. Like, how, like for, that, for that price, you might as well just pay a mortgage. A house is legally yours, and you can actually get money back in your taxes. And there's actually, you could call it your home because it is your home. Yeah, of course. A, a rent, you just living day by day, just making making the bills pay. When you miss a bill, they kick you out, no questions asked. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I see it in that point, especially now, like, you know, if the if the <laughs> owner remodels it, they could charge you, like, up to 3000 <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Go inside. What was the... Uh... What was the apartment like? Was it like a two room? It was a one bedroom. I mean, technically two bedrooms because the both rooms were big, but it was tight growing up with my siblings. Yeah. Because I'm me personally, I'm one of five. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big family. Did you have to share uh, the room with your brothers? Oh fuck yes! And my sisters when they when when they lived there at the moment. Oh. So then I kind of feel bad for your brother. So you're showing up, you know, like around yeah. 3 or 4 a.m. Oh, my God. It, it, it was tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I couldn't even bring anybody home if you got my drift. Yeah, of course. Obviously, you know, especially like in the night of passion, you're like, oh, well, I can't take you home, but I could, you know, get a motel room. <laughs> yeah, but that, that throws everything off. It does. So, and uh, obviously, you know, like we also had plans, you know, to do the second season of, of No Future TV. But, you know, I don't mm. know, like, you know, how this is all going to work out. Obviously, you were a big part of the first season. You, you, were, actually, oh my God. you were actually on board for like most of it. I, I was always working. But somehow you made a, a way, an effort, you know, to come out, you know, that was actually I tried. part. And how many of those days was I exhausted or physically hurting? Man. It's you a, saw me. I had aches and everything. Yeah. And not to mention, like, you know, that, you know, that uh, breakup, you know, with that girl during that time that we started the project. Uh, the other, she shall not be named. Yeah. That she, yeah. Yeah, I remember, yeah. like, yeah. When, when was it? it? It was like, I remember, like, you showed up one time to a bar. And uh, I, I like you came out of work, you came out late, and you met us uh-huh. at the bar. But you had to go home, shower, and then you had to take a cab because we were somewhere else. Yet you still showed up with all the energy in the world to actually like finish up to like. Yeah. I don't even at remember. That, yeah, at that time, you also got to remember I was drunk basically twenty four seven. So I gave no shit to what I did. Mm-hmm. So I was just like. I personally learned I should not drink my problems away just because, holy, that opens up a new door to deep thoughts. Deep thoughts with Andy. Like, like thoughts that you won't think that are possible as you just start questioning everything. Jesus. And you start, yeah, you start questioning. Well, I, I don't want to, like, just uh, bring down the moment, but, like, you start questioning, like, like what, what is your meaning? Like, are you worth it? Uh, you start thinking about why? Why should I keep on? Like, well, you sh- you shouldn't think that way. Yeah, and that's one dangers of actually drinking too much. 
Right. My problem is I I didn't have such a low tolerance. I drank so much that I got to the point, what the fuck? I'll drink a bottle of whiskey and nothing. Damn. That I saw that I saw dangerous. Did you ever like at a moment like think, you know, about like sorry to say suicide or anything like that? Uh I did. Yeah. Really? I did. And uh that was I guess that was a turning point for me. I really thought about it. Like, why am I doing this? Wow. I myself drunk. I walked onto the middle of Queens Boulevard at four in the morning. Not a car in sight. I don't know why I did it. Wow. Yeah. Damn, man. Like, I never, yeah. I never thought you out of all people, because you're like the most, like, you know, happy one out, out of, like, you know, the whole No Future group. Yeah. That was a dark episode, I guess, of, of my life. But it helped you change as a person as well. It did. It made me realize what the fuck am I capable of. Right. And I, and I guess in life, is is those lessons that you need to make you, you know, the person that you're going to become later on, which is kind of, it's kind of sad. It sucks, but it has to be done. Mm. Oh, so, well, it's like a roller coaster. You have to go down to go up eventually. Exactly. And, you know, eventually the ride has to stop, but hopefully it stops, you know, for the greater good. Life's just a big roller coaster. It is. Uh, man, like, we've been friends for like five. Like, yeah, we were mentioned. You were, we were mentioning actually 2015, you said? Five years? Yes, that summer, yeah. That was my binge summer. Did you ever feel like we will have like a great, you know, friendship later on? Or you were just like, when you met me, you were just like, oh, it's this fucking guy. Uh, no, I never really thought about it like that. No? No, I just thought like, just chill, easy to talk to. I do remember I talked to someone the other day. I was, I, we were just talking about like memories. Because uh, back then, I was, like, a major Jake. And, you know, like, when he met me, he was just like, oh, man, I can't wait to get rid of this jerk. No, I never thought that. No? But I, I can't be a dick myself. I guess that's what made us connect as much. I guess so. I mean, we both have, like, the same personality of being dicks to people. And, you know, there's a lot of people that deserve it, you know, to be fucking, you know, an ass to. Very true. Very true. So, like, uh, what do you want for, like, season two of No Future? Uh, I guess trying to see if, if the people who have no future can actually decide to have a future. If we can actually make it through life. Our accomplishments. What have we done? Right. I guess that'll be interesting. A twist. And a little bit of irony. A little twist in the whole title of No Future. Exactly. We actually ended up having a future. Did- did you remember, like, the meaning that I gave you about no future? Not so much. I was probably drunk when you said it. That I actually made the the project just because life itself ha- doesn't have a future? Sure, nothing's for certain. Exactly. And uh, basically, we were seeing a lot of, like, I was, you know, most of most of my time, you know, either alone or, like, with Letty. And uh, we were just, like... You know, watching you know stupidities from people all around, and we it never came to the idea of us having a, a 
you know, recording those moments or having a channel where I just was just like, hey, you know what? Let's just do it. True, true. And now, you know, especially like you, you're going to have your baby boy. You're going to be you're going to be a dad. And out of all people's going to be a dad. Right. Who would have thought? I have never thought that moment would come like now. I figure like maybe in your 30s. Well, I'm close to it. I'm 29. Close somewhat, yeah. But wow, man. I know. Time goes by. <sighs> yeah. Like, I don't know if I told you this. I disbanded the whole No Future uh, crew. It, no Future is mostly my, my project now. Really? Yeah. Just because, you know, like a lot of people are busy, especially, you know, with all the hard work. And, like, nothing's the same as it was, like, maybe, like, six years ago. Maybe six years ago, we didn't care about, you know, wasting money That's or whatnot. True. Now, it's like, you know. Oh, my God. Bills. It's, know, it's like, like now, I consider going out to dinner. I'm thinking, it's cheaper to buy groceries, make dinner at home. I got, I, I have a bill coming up in two weeks. I, I want to go out. I want to do this. I got to work on the car. Shit, the electric bill. Fuck, my phone's about to get cut off. Holy fuck. Like, it just happens. You consider everything. Right. And then before you know it, something breaks in your house. Like, what the fuck? What, what else is next? My dignity. That thing, well, fuck, I, I have to get shoes now. Fuck, I, I got to pay this for work. Shit, I have to renew a license for work. My car, my car, my car registration is about to expire. It, every little thing, it's everything revolves around money. And sadly, we're all slaves to it. Sadly, yes. Did you ever like uh, have a like get yourself a treat? Like you just said you had a, all the bills, but like I know for Wendy, she went and bought clothes. I know for me, I went to go buy clothes. Did you ever like treat yourself a little bit? Yes, yeah, so two months ago, I actually bought myself a nice treat. A treat. Yeah, I, a treat. A treat. Oh, a treat. I bought myself a Lego Millennial Falcon. What? And I built it. 1,300 pieces. Eight hours later, I built it. How much did that cost? Uh, cost 250 Jesus. At the Lego store? Fuck yeah. But the... Well, like I remember the Millennium Falcon... That the Millennium Falcon had a uh, different um, versions. Did you get the original or? Oh, I bought the one from the the new movie recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, from the new Star Wars. I I wanted to buy the big one, but that thing was a thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, no, uh. So I bought the one. It was like two fifty, thirteen hundred pieces. It was not hard, but it it was a nice little hobby. Can you just imagine yourself with like the thousand dollar Millennium Falcon? Yeah, no, I have a mortgage, so no, that's yeah. What was your take on the last Star Wars movie? I personally did not see it yet. It's on. It's on my list. Oh, I, I'm right. I'm catching up on everything. It's all holy shit. I, I I'm amazed. I I have time at home now, but I don't, I, I don't have the time to do what I want. Right. But somewhere along the lines, you know, you're going to, like, oh. take a breather. Oh, eventually. I have to watch that. Yeah. 
obviously, you know, we're coming up to, you know, to the closing statements of this episode. Anything else you want to say, you know, uh, like what's next for Andy, you know, at, if, you know, especially after, you know, these moments that we're living in. Uh, definitely next moments will be any day now, probably just uh, holding my son in the hospital. And that's going to be, you know, the sunshine that, you know, we're all going to need, you know? Yes. Yes, he is. Especially you, man, because you deserve it, man. You you basically have went through hell, you know, and like, look at look at it now. Like, all everything that you went through is, you know, paying off. Yeah, about time, right? Yeah. You know, I, I guess, you know, it's been long overdue. But, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you're finally, you know, going to be a dad. Everything's working out well for you. You have a house, you know. Just the mortgages are, you know. I mean, it's not bad. I'm used to it now. But it's just, it, it does get tight. Right. Uh, bills suck. You won't. Bills suck. They do. <laughs> they take your life away, man. It's like a drain. It's like, that's their energy. Like, cor- companies, corporations, yeah. like, that's what they live for. Like, I'm happy if after I pay all my bills, I'm left with 20 bucks in my bank account. Like, yes, I can buy groceries. You can make it last with $20. Oh, hell no. But something. Yeah. I'm happy with that. That's the good news. Yeah, I'm happy if I just get a little bit left after I pay all my bills. And God forbid I forget a bill. I hate it. Did you ever have a point in time where like you forgot a bill? Oh, fuck yes. I, I forgot one time I had to pay the, the, the gas bill. And shit. Like, fuck, I was a day late. But, like, they immediately uh, reinstalled it once uh, you paid it? Oh, fuck yeah. But they, not even a day late. They cut, they cut the bill. Really? Yeah, they're fucking assholes over here. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, like, you know, like, there's some companies where they're, like, oh, a day late. Okay, you know, we'll forgive you. At least you paid it. Nah, not, not over here. The off. day of, I paid the bill a day late, and they cut the gas. Jesus. Like, holy shit. You can't even consider it. it was, and it was cold. I needed heat. Right. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Fucking jerk-offs. But that's a national grid for you guys. National grid. They are assholes. <laughs> Fuck national grid. Hopefully, you know, I do not uh, apply this type of a uh, behavior you know because uh national grid may come after andy but you know fuck that you heard it you heard it here folks. nah fuck it con edison's better con edison i highly uh sponsor con edison which i don't by the way but yes that'd be that'd be a dream they do my electric they are nicer <laughs> that's great news man yes yes well then, man, like, thank you, thank you for being a guest in, you know, the peas in a pod. You're very welcome. You know, thank you, you know, for you know being a great friend after five years, man. Wow, and hopefully we could continue on, you know. Yes, stay, stay sober or stay drunk, whatever you want to be. Oh, Jesus, man, I, man, you know that I haven't drank a beer as much, you know, during these times. I, I'm just like been sober most of the time. Likewise, I probably had a during this whole quarantine. What was it been a, a month, month and a half now? Something like that, yeah. I probably had a total of maybe twenty beers. Dude, that that's like three times more than what I had. I only had like probably two beers. Yeah, but compared to how I used to drink, I used to have at least four cases a day. 
Oh. So it's it, it, so, still. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you think I was a big drinker. I know. I know. Hey, day, day drinking right now is highly, you know, considered. Oh, that, it's highly appropriate. I was a day into the night drinker, into the morning drinker. So yes, I I know the pain. When uh, the supermarkets uh, reopen, well, most you know stores you know can restock. Uh-huh. You guys better watch out because Andy's gonna come and get everything. No, go to the liquor store. Give me a bottle of scotch. Oh yeah, true. That's true. You know, a lagavulin and wouldn't mind. Of course, yes. Something proper. Well, <laughs> well then, Andy, thank you so much for being a uh, guest in Peas in a Pod. And, uh, you know, like I told you, hopefully we could uh, catch up after this all dies out and we could do another episode. Of course, that sounds lovely. In person with beer, like us being recorded and later on, you know. But, yeah, you know, hopefully, like I said, like I am actually planning a... Uh, Another episode with a group of, you know, friends. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk about stupidities. But, hey, you know, like, let's make it work. You know? Okay, I'm not big on the politics because I give no shits what's going on right now. As long as they're for the people, I don't care. So, Geo for President 2020? As long as you're for the people. Geo 2020, you guys heard it here for it. As long as you're for the people. That's my main thing. If you're for the people, I'm happy. Start, for the people. You somebody heard? starts doing bullshit. Why the fuck are you president? Because you make us all look bad. That's the point. You represent the people. That is true. You hear that, Commander in Chief? I give. Well, then, I give no shits. Who's the president? Just be for the people. I'd rather not be president. Then I'd rather just have your friendship. Okay, fine. <laughs> Andy, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, you know. This has been Peas in a Pot. Thank you. Enjoy your evening.